My name is Ryan, and I'm an agorist. Today we are talking about agorism as a means, not an end. Agorism did not appear out of a vacuum. It is the spiritual and practical successor to libertarianism, as defined by Murray Rothbard in For a New Liberty. Samuel Konkin III said as much in the New Libertarian Manifesto, the classic which first defined agorism. In his manifesto, he built on the earlier philosophical and economic work of Rothbard and defined what he called, quote, new libertarianism. I like to call agorism libertarianism with feet. Samuel Konkin knew that philosophical libertarianism on its own would not bring the world any closer to the libertarian end of a free society. He also knew that political action wouldn't lead to a free society. So he proposed a means to make libertarianism practical, which is counter-economics. The idea with counter-economics is to build alternate markets that are not dependent upon the state or state apparatuses so that they can act independently of the will of the state. Then, when the state ceases to exist, these markets are mature and can continue without interruption. In other words, counter-economics is about state-proofing your life and your business. These markets are rightly called gray markets. They aren't black markets. They might be legal, or they might not be. But the point is that the agorist doesn't care. They're just providing goods and services and interacting in the free market outside of state control. Konkin described the process like this, quote, Slowly but steadily we will move the free society, turning more counter-economists onto libertarianism, and more libertarians onto counter-economics, finally integrating theory and practice. The counter-economy will grow and spread with an ever-larger agorist sub-society embedded in the status society, end quote. The important thing to remember is that agorism via counter-economics is a means to an end, but not an end in and of itself. Konkin wrote, quote, The basic principle which leads a libertarianism from statism to his free society is the same which the founders of libertarianism used to discover the theory itself. That principle is consistency. Thus, the consistent application of the theory of libertarianism to every action the individual libertarian takes creates the libertarian society. End quote. Konkin saw agorism as a consistently implemented libertarian strategy and he described the ends as a, quote, free society, and later as a, quote, libertarian society. That term, libertarian society, would make many agorist purists choke. They have a strange tendency to contrast themselves to Rothbard rather than accept what Konkin did, which is that we all share the same goals, the same ends. All throughout the New Libertarian Manifesto, Rothbard is quoted, because Konkin didn't disagree with Rothbard on the ends, but the means. When we define agorism publicly, we need to make sure that we define it as a strategy toward the common libertarian goal of a free society. And just to point out, this isn't in any way related to the ends of the so-called libertarian party or any other statist apparatus. That's not what we're talking about. But we shouldn't be afraid to pull from all the good stuff that Rothbard and other anarcho-capitalists wrote just because they didn't accept the agorists' means toward a free society. Agorism via counter-economics is a means, not an end. The end is a free society, and that goal is more important than any agorist purity test. This is Techno Agorist, episode 46.
This is an MLGA Network original podcast. Find more great content at MLGA Network.com.